Welcome back, everybody. I am having a nice pre-chat uh, with Susan Gallagher. You may not recognize her because she's a beautiful woman, and you've seen her on Cobra Kai as somebody who looks just a little different as Homeless Lynn. Please welcome <laughs> to the program, Susan. Thank you so much, Alan. I'm glad to be here. It's it's my pleasure. You uh, you remind me a lot of a friend of mine who used to. You know, she's a Chicagoan. She used to live in LA. I think maybe she's she's going to be moving back to LA or Atlanta. Uh, her name is Candace uh, Rose. Uh, she's a wonderful actress. She's been, you know, lots and lots of uh, stuff. Uh, kind of both uh, both coasts. Uh, and I always find it interesting that she's a strikingly beautiful woman. And the roles that she gets are of a homeless person, of a drug addict, of this you know, mom who is, uh, who's just uh, at the, at her wits end. And I'm yeah. thinking, what is going on? Is this a niche that, uh, you know, the Hollywood is trying to put all beautiful women in? It's either you're doing one sort of role or you're doing completely opposite. Have you found that to be the case or it was just with Cobra Kai? I can't wait to meet this Candace Rose. I'm going to check her out. You should. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. All I know is I was put in a very small box uh, and living and working mostly in the Southeast in a regional market yeah. um, was even a smaller box. Yeah. So even though I had lived and worked in Los Angeles, but um, I just, I wanted to, um, to play character type roles and, and none of my agents saw me as that, you know, they saw me as you know, what they had me in this little box and that's the kinds of things that they would submit me for. And those, you know, and I booked a lot of those, but I just really wanted uh, meteor roles that I could sink my teeth into. Mm -hmm. And it was almost easier to do an extreme kind of makeover with hair and makeup and wardrobe than just trying to go halfway. It was almost like, it was easier to become homeless Lynn with, with um, the hair and makeup and wardrobe than just to become, you know, a, a nondescript person, you know, that's, uh, you know, pushing the story along kind of thing. So, um, and I got to the age too, where I could, um, you know, really uh, darken the circles under the eyes and, and enhance the wrinkles and, you know, I mean, I'm the type I would wear a gray wig. I, you know, I even told my agent probably 15 years ago, I said, I'm just going to get different wigs and I'm going to get different headshots. She's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. So um, I've always wanted to play the crazy lady, the homeless lady, the drug addict. And, um, you know, I just like to work. Yeah. And our, yeah. Industry, our industry is a very interesting one. So um, yeah, but good good for you. And uh, I I have I have a lot of friends who are who are in the south um, southeast who are getting kind of you know very very few opportunities because of their location. And as you know, whatever is shooting there, there's a limited number of roles, and that's what you get. So um, you know, Atlanta thankfully is is a much better market and has been for a while. So lots of things coming out of there. I just auditioned. Well, just. Uh, a month and a half ago, I auditioned for a show. I'll tell you, you know, later. I can't uh, disclose that, but I had okay. an audition for something that shoots in Atlanta. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. That would be nice. Um, and by the way, <clears throat> everybody who's watching this for Cobra Kai, we will get to Cobra Kai, I promise you. But this is a show of, uh, of acting and all about acting. So I want to talk uh, to Susan all about that as well. Um, 
I, I guess transitioning to Cobra Kai is uh, you did what I do a lot. And by the way, uh, you know, no offense to my agents. Actually, it doesn't matter because I have new representation that I just signed with. So they have, <laughs> they have, they have a, a fresh slate, but no offense to my previous agents or offense. I don't care. Uh, <clears throat> my best auditions and my, you know, biggest opportunities uh, except for, okay, to be fair, except for the one that I just taped uh, for Atlanta. Okay, uh, all right. Except for that one. Everything else uh, I'll, I'll stand by. So is, they, is it a big one? Because I just worked on that show. I, I had a feeling because- I mean, is it like huge? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling that uh, because I was watching uh, a number of your interviews and you mentioned something that you can't mention. I'm like, right. yeah, I have a feeling because I may be in that same boat, but I have not heard anything. So, uh, and you know, this particular show says, well, we, we expect you to be available through June of, you know, 2021. So right. maybe I'll hear something. Maybe I will not hear anything. Maybe they already shot uh, the particular episode that I was auditioning for. I have no idea. Which by the way, guys, if you're not familiar with our acting industry, that's precisely how it is. You yeah. are lucky to get an audition. Uh, and then you, it's not the, uh, it's not, us getting rejected all the time that worries us. It's the fact that we never hear anything. We okay. have no idea. What no I'm, feedback, nothing. Zippo. It's, it's a <laughs> void. That's really what it is. It's like, you know, imagine yeah. asking a girl out and then not hearing that. And that's it. I know. And then, yeah, I completely just dismissed it. But I would like to also like to say too, you know, my agents are great, but I mean, and I'm personal friends with a couple of them that I've had for over 20 years. So, um, but they, you know, I mean, some are better than others because I have several different agents across the country and some um, will, will take a, have taken more of a risk with me, put, submitting me for different types of roles than others. And then some of the, you know, a couple of other ones that I've known forever, they're like, no, I want to see you as this. Even some of my friends and people who have known me forever, and even in the, our acting community, they just, a couple of them, thank goodness there's only just a couple, but they don't even like to see me as Lynn. They're like, no, no, you cannot do that. You know, and, and I've had I've had friends of mine um, that are working actresses in the Central Florida market, and they're like, "Susan, how can you let yourself look like that on international television? You know, it's global. How can you do that?" And <laughs> so everybody has their own uh, perspective and their own dreams and and likes and dislikes, but it's been really interesting. A lot of people that did not know me very well prior to Cobra Kai yeah. uh, have found me to be much more approachable now. Whereas mm -hmm. before, you know, when I just played a certain kind of role or whatever, looked a certain way, yeah. um, you know, they, they thought of me as a little unapproachable. And now everybody like loves me, you know, because they love Lynn. And it's like, oh my gosh, this woman's willing to look like that and have rotten teeth and you know, eat stuff off the ground and, you know, Johnny's cold, half-eaten pizza, even though I didn't really, yeah, but, yeah. you know, um, I mean, you know, she's a rough character. She's sassy and she's absolutely filthy from head to toe. Listen, I, you're doing this because you're an actress. You're doing this because you love acting and you're doing this because it's a great show and you wanted to be a part of it. And as, as kind of, you know, this whole dancing around the, uh, the subject was, 
I love actors access, which is what you did in order to get that role. It wasn't your agents that submitted you for it. It was you doing self-submissions. Yeah. You know, I, I would have just laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But luckily the cast, and the only reason that I even got a, a shot was that the casting director, yeah. Bajo, I did not know him. So he didn't know me and I'm thinking, oh, maybe he didn't have, a, I hope he didn't have an assistant that knows me, blah, blah, blah. Because I know most of the people in the southeast all over the south you know so um yeah that was why you know i i i had a headshot a buddy of mine has done lighting forever lives right down the road and a couple of years a few years ago i had him come over and just take some horrific looking pictures of me i had put dark underneath my eyes and i had an old ratty t-shirt and really what i was going for was kind of the uh, the the tired, beat up waitress at Waffle House at 2 a.m. who's just met her daughter and grandson at the ER at 3 a.m. And she's just down on her luck. I mean, this, you know, I had this whole backstory of this woman. Yeah. So I, I had a really bad headshot. Um, and that's the one I submitted. That's perfect. I love that. And we have to do these things. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the issue. And with women, I find it even more, uh, even more frustrating because do casting directors and producers not understand that women can actually change the color of their hair? Is that, is that a difficult concept to comprehend? I don't know. They, they wanna, for, they, it's got to yeah. be so easy. You know, they, they've got to, you know, it, it's frustrating, but you know what? You just got to hustle. This is the kind of business that yeah. we're in and you yeah. can't sit around and whine and complain about it or yeah. you're in the wrong business and you got to have a very thick skin and yeah. be extremely flexible because it's all about hurry up and wait. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for your, your listeners, anybody new in this business, you have to be so passionate about acting mm -hmm. to endure <laughs> the rejection the, um, the, the, you know, the not being able to really plan your schedule because I mean, I'm, I'm not at the point in my career where I can dictate to anybody else. Well, I can work on this day and, you know, I'd like to be out by this time. No, yes. I mean, we're willing to work and work as local hires for yes. less. We complain less and work harder because we love it so much and we love to make that magic and, um, collaborate and 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 I mean it's such a blast to play homeless Lynn number one because the writing is, is hilarious it, is. it yeah. is so good yep. and um I mean you know it's just been an absolute um joy and I'm so grateful to be a small part of something so special it is and uh, I you know being uh, being a fan of karate kid obviously growing up uh, and you know taking martial arts which we'll get to your martial arts background in a second um, which which I, I find hilarious and I have uh, I have a number of questions for you about that but okay. and and then knowing that uh, Cobra Kai came out I was not even aware that it was on YouTube Red because I don't have YouTube Red I didn't know anything about it I became aware of it when it came out on Netflix, like, you know, the majority. Wow. Yeah. And so you didn't even know for the past two years well, that there were two seasons. Uh, well, I, I knew I knew that because I started watching Cobra Kai, I think, a year and a half ago or as soon as it came out on Netflix. Uh, that's when I, oh, okay. when I watched it. All right. So three. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I had no understanding of it beforehand. I would have watched it on YouTube Red had I known about it. Um, and right. for me, it was that uh, that feeling of should I watch this because I have such great memories of Cobra Kai. I don't want them to be ruined. And thank God, it only enhanced it. It's such a great show. I'm making all of my kids uh, watch it right now. You know, I have an 11 year old son who is, uh, you know, who's done uh, some Taekwondo, you know, tying into you. Uh, and he's uh, just starting with a new school. He's doing uh, kind of Filipino martial arts, Jeet Kune Do, you know, uh, Kenpo right now, they're doing all sorts of Kenpo stuff. So he's starting to ask me about Cobra Kai. I'm like, dude, I need you to watch this with me. So I'm gonna watch uh, uh, the originals and then I'm going to uh, watch uh, Cobra Kai again with him. But it's, it's an amazing show. It's really, really great what they have done with it. I'm, I'm very, very happy. And so you and your son, you're gonna be starting a marathon soon. We will be, yeah. Uh, How fun. <laughs> He has to watch everything, and then welcome to uh, to Cobra Kai. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch the first three Karate Kid, and then going to Cobra Kai, or what What are you gonna do? So the first three, and then I want to watch uh, the one with Oh my God, her name is Jane Smith. Uh, well, uh, he may actually have seen that one uh, when it came out. Okay, uh, Hillary Swank. Yeah, Hillary Swank. I want to watch. Okay. Uh, I want him to watch the one with Hillary Swank. Uh, and then kind of get to the Cobra Kai. I want them to have that, you know, they're young. Oh, okay, this is this is a change. And I know the show does a tremendous job of doing uh, kind of inserts with uh, with the previous stuff. So it's perfected, right? It's awesome. I, mean, I don't. I just don't know how it could get any better. Um. Yeah. Well, they, except for have more homeless land, of course. You know. <laughs> and more more episodes right uh that that yeah. would be that would be great because there's so many storylines that like uh you know somebody that you know uh hannah keppel um yeah. uh, she was on the show very 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 lovely uh young uh, lady uh she plays moon in case uh, people uh, are not aware but you know she didn't get to do a lot in season three uh, right. i wanted more because there were a lot of things that could have happened with her and I think it's it's not her. I think it's just the fact that you're limited to ten episodes, and that's it, right? So and there, there are so many other people, and yeah. they're you know trying to to cover everything that they can. Yeah. So I mean, that's the way I feel about Lynn. I mean, I, you know, even though yes, I definitely would like to have been in uh, more than one episode, and and a lot of the fans feel that way too. I'm just grateful that they brought her back because I mean. They don't have to bring her back, absolutely. but you know, she provides a little comic relief for Johnny Lawrence, who has quite a bit of drama going on in his life. So, yeah. you know, we all need to lighten up every now and again, right? Lynn, Lynn's a great character and there's, there's a lot of chemistry there. And that's, that's the part that I think everybody is, is energized by. It's just that chemistry. So, you know, I know that, uh, you know, you, you submitted your, your headshot, you got a, uh, you, you got a, you know, audition. Uh, I think your your first audition was self tape, right? Um, self tape by Hannah Keppel, who plays Moon, by her agency in Asheville, because I was in North Carolina at the time. Yeah. So that agency um, take two of the recurring people on Cobra Kai out of Little Asheville, North Carolina. So kudos to uh, to uh, to Jesse and Jono and um, Screen Actors Co-op in Asheville, North Carolina. 
Perfect. So you did that, and then uh, you get a callback where you actually get a chance to uh, to meet them. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want I want to hear about the callback because you know taking taking a sidestep for a second from the acting perspective, there are different you know different casting directors want different things, and depending on where you are and which coast you are, it's a different answer as well. But the question yes. is, do you come in as the character or do you come in as yourself, and then you transition into the character and then out of the character? You, uh, you know, based on what I what I uh, heard, you came in as the character and you stayed in character. So, uh, is is that correct? That is correct. I knew that I was going to have to just get, be all in, because um, when my my agent AMT out of Atlanta when they called, I had forgotten to tell them that I had self submitted this tape. Because yeah. I do a lot of self-submissions. I do backstage out of New York all the time. And mm -hmm. they know that I hustle, like hustling. But anyway, so um, they weren't surprised, but they were very surprised that I got a call back for homeless Lynn, the homeless woman. Um, yeah. And her name is just Lynn. The fans and I kind of just <laughs> renamed yeah. her homeless Lynn. Because yeah. uh, nobody would know who Lynn was. It, because they look at IMDb when they see Lynn, and my headshot does not look anything like Lynn. So no. they couldn't figure out who this homeless character was. So anyway, um, they were like, Susan, you have a callback for the homeless woman yeah. in Cobra Kai, Lynn? And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. I can't believe it. Because yeah. um, they thought that they had messed up, that it was some kind of mistake on their on their part, on their end. And um, and I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to meet the big three. Cause of course I had already done my research yep. and found out how legit this project was because yep. I, I mean, I, I don't submit on a lot of stuff. I'm very selective. I used to, but I'm very selective these days. Um, thank goodness. But um, you know, the big three, John Hurwitz, Josh Hield and Hayden Schlossberg, uh, you know, were taking this thing over and they had the rights from the karate kid. And then, you know, uh, Ralph and, and William Zabka and Marty Cover signed on. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like the perfect storm. Yep. So anyway, my husband was like, well, you're going to have to go in full character and stay yeah. in character. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. So, you know, I had worn like some old, uh, huge beat up sweatpants of his and a couple of sweatshirts that are way too big for me. And um, uh, you know, I did the dark, dark underneath my eyes and I was going for a straight up drug addict look, yeah. which I played drug addict. So I knew how to do that hair and makeup and teased out my hair. And I mean, she was a wreck really. And, um, when I was, uh, you probably heard this when I was, uh, driving into the parking lot of this casting office, there's a security guard and I rolled out my window coming from Asheville to Atlanta. And I'm like, hey, I'm Susan and I've got a call back for this homeless woman, but I want you to look at me so you'll know who, who I am and you'll let me get back in my car and yeah. call the police on me. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you look great. Blah, 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 you're gonna do good. So um, I just had nothing to lose, nothing. I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna go in there. I'm gonna do her the way I wanna do her. She's yeah. not gonna be this victim. She's gonna be very sassy, somewhat provocative, maybe very provocative, but we'll see. Um, and just, you know, she's open, she's game. Yeah. So I walked in and um, there was this long rectang uh, rectangular table <laughs> and there was Hayden and then Josh is in the middle and then John. And the camera was closest to John. 
uh, behind, right behind him. So I'm standing closest to John in front of the camera. And then the, the, the assistant casting director was reading opposite me. Um, and I just had a lot of fun with it. I had actually picked up something at the Kroger supermarket where I changed and the bakery, one of those little wrappers that you get the donut or the cookies with. So I had a couple of those in my pocket because I love to throw something or just I like noise and sounds and feelings and all that kind of stuff. So uh, at one time I, I, I threw that wrapper at her when I'm doing the, the line, um, finish up and then beat it. This is my mart. Yeah. You ain't hustling no coin at my mart. And I threw something at her. I felt badly later, but I threw it down at her feet and it was a piece of little tissue. So anyway, um, well. I felt like they liked it, but I mean, you just never know. And um, I think Josh gave me some direction and um, and John was was smiling a lot. So I could feel John's energy and it was very affirming. And um, they, they laughed a little bit at Lynn, but, but Hayden and uh, Josh were a little bit harder to read. But, uh, you know, I felt like I took the adjustment really well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I may have done it a couple of times. I don't even remember. And then when I'm walking out, um, Hayden says, well, you know, we got to do something about those teeth. And you I was like, it. bring yep. it. Yeah. Bring it. Oh, and I thought, oh, I want this role so much, you know, and I usually don't get myself all psyched up, but yeah. um, I mean, I, I, I just put it all out there. And when I did walk in, I think it was Josh that said, well, she, she's, come, she's ready to, you know, she came in character. So um, apparently not, not a lot of people had done that. Yeah. But I just remember Robin Williams is the, the great, the late great Robin Williams is one of my, you know, all time favorites. And um you know, when he auditioned for Mork and Mindy, you probably heard this story where he said, I mean, he went in like this ridiculous outfit. And I mean, he just took so many risks and, um, and, and they paid off. And not only did they pay off, but they worked because he was so passionate about it. Whatever role he was playing, he was just, oh, he just loved it so much. And um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm too old to, to hold back, really. And, and uh, again, lots of admiration for what you did because <clears throat> the the more actors I talk to, the more uh, a pattern emerges that with the auditioning, uh, with callbacks, with anything like that, actors start to book when they stop giving a crap. And when they go in there and they're gonna do their thing and they're gonna be happy with it regardless, then they start booking. I, I've heard this so many times where the actors were almost done with uh, with acting and they were just giving up and they got this last audition or the actor didn't want the role and they just decided to go audition for it. And they came in there just not giving a crap. And something happens where us as actors, we stop worrying and just start playing. And that works. That's what the casting directors are looking at. I'm not recommending for everybody to, you know, not care about what you're doing, but there is that fine line and the balance seems to be on doing what you want to do as long as it's safe. Obviously, don't put anybody in danger. Do what you want to do. Don't worry about what they, uh, you think they want. Just do you. And then it may work. It may not, but you'll feel better after it. 
Absolutely. And um, I, I'll say this because I, I mean, yeah, I've been in this business a long time and I, I've, I've gone through all of those stages and when you want it and when you're self-conscious or when you're concerned about, oh, did they like it? What are they, what are they looking for? Blah, 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 blah. That desperation is stamped on our forehead and the camera reads it. Yep. They read the energy when you walk in the room mm. to, to please. It's the people pleasing thing. You know, please mm. like me, please hire me. Mm. And um, Kathy Laughlin, who's had an acting school in Tampa, gosh, she's retired now uh, just a few years ago, but probably 40 years. And, and, and she used to preach at us about getting out of that, you know, love me, be my friend, hire me kind of mentality because it never works. So when you take the focus off of getting the job, I think that helps too. But there's also a fine line that I just wanted to point out because um, I, I, you know, I've just, I've, I've gone through so many ups and downs in this business and I've been very close to quitting on numerous occasions. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when, when, uh, when you say when you don't, don't care, but there's a fine line because you don't want to have a bad attitude. Right. So, yeah. and, and I've, I've seen, I've seen that work sometimes and I've seen people take that a little bit too far. So I just want anybody that's listening to make sure that, um, you know, you always have a good attitude because they do want to work with people who are easy to work with, yeah. who are team players, um, rather than somebody who's going to have an attitude on set. So for me, it, it, it's more about um, being grounded in what I'm going to do in that audition, what I'm going to do with that character and, and, and what I have prepared. So I have worked on it quite a bit mm -hmm. and I'll have three or four different options in my back pocket mm -hmm. because what used to throw me in a callback is when, you know, I would go in and this is the way I wanted to do it. This is the way I have prepared. And I, I wasn't great on the fly. I wasn't able to take a lot of direction. Mm -hmm. I could do it as an actor, mm -hmm. but then it would get in my head and okay. be like, oh, oh, they didn't like what I did. Why, what, you know, so, and then you're, <laughs> you're dead right there. You got desperate on the forehead. So um, I think being really grounded in the choices that I've made but then being flexible enough to listen mm -hmm. because sometimes we're so in our head mm -hmm. that um, I used to, I wouldn't be able to really listen to what they were asking for when they would give the direction. And I found too, that this, you know, own it. This is my audition time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they want you to do well. So I'm going to, I'm going to go in there with confidence because I'm going to own this, whether I'm the person they hire for this job or not that's fine. They may remember you for something else yep. if you're just, you know, not in their world or whatever, but um, just to own it and um, to be confident and to have and your confidence comes from, you know, um, a lot of preparation mm -hmm. and a lot, a lot of studying and classes and doing it wrong and, yeah. and all of that. So I think it's, I think it's a great opportunity for us to grow as actors when we take that leap yeah. and just sort of that free falling and it's so much fun to do right yeah just kind of take take that stuff off of yourself because we're carrying yeah. so many 
walls that we've built up uh, and you know uh, appropriate not appropriate i wouldn't do this at an audition and i think with with actors and uh, it's it's a circle right we start out <clears throat> where we just want to play and this is a natural thing for us and we enjoy it and then we keep getting more and more and more advice and more training and more training and more training until we finally get back to oh i need to throw all of that away and i just need to be me and i need to do what it is that i want to do because then I'm actually me. And then when they're hiring, I'm not competing with anybody else because it's just me. So either they like this character and the way that I do it or not. And it's like all of that needs to be just fade, uh, you know, fade out. And I remember I was taking a workshop with a, uh, with a casting, uh, casting director out of LA and <clears throat> everybody's, you know, doing their stuff and I'm reading the sides and I don't know if it's you know similar for you, but when I read it, I kind of get an impression of who the person is, and I get an impression of what they feel like, you know, what the physicality is, what they walk like, what they talk like. Do they speak with an accent or a dialect? You know, so I'm reading this, and this this guy that I'm reading seems to me like he's this just a sales, you know, sleazy car salesman. Uh, this this dude that's gonna talk your ear off, and he's chewing gum while he's doing it because he's that guy. So we're told so many times in an audition, you do not chew gum because they actually need to hear what we have to say. But I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing what I want to do. So I start, I do the audition. I get up there. I'm, you know, doing my thing. I'm in that energy. I'm the dude uh, that's just trying to sell stuff. I'm chewing gum. So the audition is done. The casting director says, I loved it. Get rid of the gum. Let's do it again. But yeah. it's, it's that thing of, I know what it feels like for me to embody the character. And if I don't do it, it's going to come off inauthentic. And they're going to see it exactly. and they're going to say, yeah, he's good, but he doesn't quite have it. Like, I would right. rather- well, it's, yeah. it's just like, too, you know, with, with when we're auditioning or, or, or even playing the part, um, especially in an audition, though, I think it's, it's important to have a little something on 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 your body or in your pocket or in your mouth or whatever that that sort of connects you to that character and and with Lynn I think it grounded me more in her energy by being you know showing up in character because I know when I'm when we're shooting and I'm sitting and I first get there and I'm sitting in that that hair and makeup trailer and yeah. the transformation begins yeah. with just the way I look so different. I mean, it, it is wild to just sit there and look in the mirror at yourself and, you know, and then and just dirt makeup all over my hands and arms and legs and feet and face and neck and chest. And then you know, underneath my nails, I mean, my nails are filthy. Um, you know, it, it just helps so much. How could I not just slip into that that world of hers and, and just feel ready to play. Mm -hmm. That's why I love doing uh, period uh, pieces because it just, it helps me transform and I'm already there. Uh, I've I read, you know, I, I do uh, posting with uh, a lot of acting quotes uh, from, uh, from famous actors and more than a few of them say the same thing, which is let, let the clothes do the acting or uh, the clothes are half, uh, half of your acting. You know, once once you're there, people see you. They automatically already assume things about the character. Those are the things that you can start uh, kind of playing with. So it's um, it's awesome. 
I wanted to. I just I'm booked gonna... a period piece that's going to, a future film that's going to be shooting. Uh, thank you very much in New York uh, later in the year. I had worked with awesome. um, these folks two years ago and mm -hmm. we're doing a table read next week. And yes. I think like you said, you know, the, the clothing, um, whether it is your body language and, and your posture yeah. and it just adds so much. So I'm really excited. It's set in the 1800s. So I'll yeah. keep you posted. Yeah, uh, Sam, uh, Sam Jackson always has something. He always wants to have some sort of a, it's, a, it's either a tick or a way that he's talking or something, you know, scar on the face. Or he, wants, he wants that because it, it, uh, it separates, uh, you know, him from others. It connects him to the character. So everybody has that thing. I, I definitely am yeah. I'm fan of that. Um, the first scene, right? So, uh, you know, season one, your first scene, you know, it's opening up and the pilot, you were there. Uh, Johnny has his first fight. Was there ever a moment watching it where you, because you are a second degree black belt in Taekwondo, you taught uh, kickboxing, you know, uh, you, you competed uh, yourself. Was there ever a point where like, yeah, John, that's, that's not really how you're doing the kick. You, we, we need to work on this particular thing. I, or were you just uh, observing and being in character? Yeah, no, I never thought that. And I never, by the way, just for clarification, I never achieved my second degree black belt. I was in training and oh. I had an injury. Um, but, you know, so, but it was a long time ago too. No, I was so amazed that he just, you know, nailed it mm -hmm. and that he could kick his leg that high and, it was good fight and was in such great shape. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, just like if they asked me, if anybody ever listens to this big three, they asked me to fight. You better give me three months at least to get in shape and get tuned up and then half an hour to stretch out because, you know, it's, it's, it takes a high level of fitness to do what these guys are doing. Yes. And I was just amazed at how athletic Billy, Billy is. Yeah. Never uh, occurred to me to tweak him at all. Uh -uh. No. And then, I, you know, I was, I was in the world of Lynn and she's more interested in, you know, that yeah. half eaten cold pizza over there that he threw and then just kicking back on a Friday evening and watching the show. So yeah. she was just in hog heaven because it was quite entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and I didn't realize it at the time, but you know, now, and, and soon after, I realized what an honor it was to witness Johnny Lawrence's first kick, first fight after over 30 years. So, I mean, that's, I just cherish that. And I'm really proud to have been there and been part of that. No, it's, <clears throat> it was really cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, I did, uh, I was surprised that he could, uh, he could still uh, kick that high. Uh, because these, these are not, you know, easy uh, kicks. Um, I, I, have, uh, I have a bit of martial art background, uh, you know, myself, uh, I have a lot of martial artists uh, and actors on the show. So it's, it's a big part of kind of our thing. So uh, okay. I was watching it. <clears throat> um, again, Karate Kid, the way that uh, the way that the movies were, it was not, you know, exactly for the true uh, kind of, uh, you know, a real uh, kind of fighting that was done. But what I was impressed with this show is that um, Simon Ray is there uh, doing choreography. He's really working um, with the kids. You have a lot of uh, stunt, uh, uh, you know, folks that are really, really good that are true martial artists. 
and the quality of the fighting has definitely improved a lot in this show. Uh, and that part, you know, as, as, as a guy who loves martial arts, uh, who watches martial art movies all the time, uh, <laughs> that, that part was, was uh, kind of a, a really nice continuation and a mat maturization of it. So uh, as, yes. as a martial artist yourself, what was your perspective? Well, I'm glad that you approve. That's good to hear. Yeah, not that my approval means anything, but well, I mean, you know, you have an interest in that, and and you know, you're passionate about that, so it is nice to hear. Uh, it's I I love again uh, martial arts. What Karate Kid did fantastic job at was the uh, real heart of martial arts, and the reason you know uh, of why martial arts is around. Martial arts is not so you can be uh, you know kicking ass. Martial arts is about the spirituality of it. Martial arts is about the discipline. It's about uh, changing your life. It's about knowing how to defend yourself and knowing when to fight. So all of that, uh, Karate Kid did wonderfully. Some of the fight scenes, you know, uh, kind of, uh, I, I thought were at a level of, you know, the 80s movies uh, uh, there. And that's why I was like, oh, are we going to have the same thing with, uh, with Cobra Kai this time? No, even though I know some of the kids uh, they didn't have a lot of the martial arts background, uh, you know, Sholo didn't have, uh, you know, Mary didn't have, but they snapped into it uh, quickly. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of really good uh, fighting right now. So you can actually watch it for the martial arts aspect of it. Uh, and it's, it's a pleasure to watch. Yeah. And it's just so fun to watch these kids grow and, yeah. um, mature and get older and you know better and and so um skilled like you said in the martial arts end of it in the fighting end of it i mean they're all great actors we know that but you know to take it to the next level and to be so committed and i mean it's just it says a lot about the maturity of those they're not kids but the young adults yeah no, it's, uh, I, I can't even think of anybody, again, the casting was so good that as an actor kind of watching, you're always watching for, you know, the acting of it. I can't think of anybody in the show that I don't like acting uh, from. And that that's always a great part to me because I don't know, again, if you're the same way or not, but sometimes oh, yeah. you watch, you know, films or TV and it's distracting when I see bad acting. Uh, especially on, you know, big shows. They're, you yeah. know, uh, it's, it's, for me, it's distracting. So I kind of always have to kind of put that part out so I can immerse myself fully into it. Cobra Kai, I've never, ever thought about anybody, you know, as uh, distracting. It was always like, that's a really great job that they're doing. So I was very happy. Spot on. It's, it's it, it, everybody's just spot on. And I think it just says a lot about, uh, the big three, you know, you, you've got these three guys who individually are so talented and such great writers. And obviously they're really smart business people too. So it's not just one, one guy trying to do all of this. You've got the three. It's not, it reminds me of like the, the Beatles, you've got John and Paul and George, and they all three write great music, but they're kind of, they bring something different to the table. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing just how many great decisions they make on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, they are knocking it out of the park. Yeah. And casting is one of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, then you've got the writing and then you've got the, um, 
the love that they have for this because they're huge fans and it was their passion and their dream. So, you know, it just, um, it starts with them and then it, it, you know, it trickles down with, with Ralph and Billy and Marty being so committed. And then what about, I mean, I don't put any shoelers, but any spoilers, but, um, um, you know, season three was like my favorite. Oh, same, so good. And I mean, I'm in three episodes in, in season one, so that yeah. should be my, but it's not. I'm sorry, season three, because I love a little bit of romance and a little bit of this. And yeah. um, oh, I just loved it. Season three was awesome. I do you yeah, think I, it was the best season? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, thank yeah. you. It's like a no brainer, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't stop. Like it was the beginning of my year, right? It came out uh, and I was home. You know, we just got done with the New Year celebration and I spent yeah. the whole day just uh, binging uh, Cobra yeah. Kai season three. Yeah, that, that was It my was so good. Show. They moved it up. It was like, this is fantastic. Everybody was so ex- excited about it. And uh, I mean, I think, I think the whole Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe, I think everybody is just so thrilled. They, they got everything they needed out of that, out of season three and then yeah. some. And I, yeah, I'm so glad that season four got approved. At least that's what I, you know, read and heard. Uh, I, I hope it continues for a lot more than that because there are so many storylines that, that should be developed. And yeah. one of them I definitely want, especially knowing you know, your prior martial arts background, I think as much as people love uh, Homeless Len, whether it's something with Crease, uh, which by the way, I did not expect to like Crease. Uh, I did not like Crease all of these years and season three made me at least appreciate Crease uh, and I've, I've gotten to a little more neutral with Crease. Uh, with so they did a great job again. But yeah. uh, I, I want, uh, you know, Lynn, uh, doing some martial arts in whatever capacity. So if anybody's watching this and you're writing, please include something in season four or five. Give uh, give Susan at least three months, but uh, see if you can make that happen. So, I mean, if, if you had your choice, would Lynn like yeah. be defending Johnny in some way? She knows that Crease has taken, you know, is doing Johnny dirty. So Lynn is is kind of she's going to play dirty with crease and and beat him at his own game is that what you're thinking uh i think again um you know there were moments and they they did a lot of it in season three because there were kind of the big fights between you know marty and uh, uh and the boys but i think you know if crease is close to killing johnny you know that would have been a moment where uh lynn steps in uh wow. that would be kind yeah. of that perfect thing of no you're not uh, because, right. uh, you know, and it would blow everything out because everybody would just be like, what is happening here? But I also see, you know, Lynn and doing something for Crease. And I see, you know, whether it's being eyes and ears or whether it's just saying, hey, you know what? I, because I, I again, I, I heard you talk about kind of the background that you did on Lynn. Well, she is former military, you know, she does have yeah. some, uh, some background. So maybe there is a reason why, you know, Lynn decides to start doing some stuff and maybe take some classes or, you know, Chris uh, uh, makes her do something that she doesn't want to do for whatever reason. So there are a lot Ooh, of that's interesting. I like that. Yeah, there, there are a lot of storylines that could be done with, uh, with Lynn 
because I think again in season three it was a great insert. I loved it, but you have to you have to have arcs and you have to develop the character. And there are many places where they can go with Lynn if they choose to. But again, you know, ten episodes is a very short period of time where you need to wrap up a lot of stuff. So I don't know if they will. If they are, please do so because again, Moon can have uh, so many great uh, things happen. I expect it. Expect it again. You know, me watching from the side. I wanted more for Moon from season three. I definitely think there are a lot of places that you can uh, you can do some stuff with Lynn. So, but I'm sure that can be said. So for so many characters that they just have no. Well, thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate that. You know what would be interesting is to see what the chemistry would be yeah. between those two characters. Yes. You know, no matter what the writing is. Yeah. The, the you know just that natural chemistry that that energy between crease and and lynn yeah i i have no idea me neither and it would be interesting because again both former military both a little older both have had their uh, troubles both have been on the streets you know crease right. uh, obviously not anymore but lynn still is there is there is definitely an opportunity for that to be explored and see where that yeah comes. yeah so yeah. I, yeah. my gut says that she would be very suspicious of him and probably have his number. You know, she, she would see straight through him. Um, but you never know. Uh, she might think he's cute. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> but again, like, so Crease has this wound, right? What turned Crease yeah. into Crease because he was a good guy. And then he turned into this, uh, you know, person that we all know. Um, yeah. He has a wound. The wound is losing, uh, you know, a part of that wound is losing the woman that he loved. How do we yes. know that there's no connection between Lynn and that woman? Maybe Lynn is her sister. We don't know anything, right? There are so many things. But me that's interesting. Nobody's ever said that. Yeah. Nobody, you know, because like on my Facebook page, the, the group that the fans started, yeah. Cover Kai's Homeless Lynn, yeah. um, there's a lot of theories about Lynn and her backstory. And I, I've never heard that. Um, that uh, maybe she's connected to Crease's long lost love that, that was killed. And maybe that's a way, like if we're, because season three established Crease as not just a villain, but they gave him a real uh, reason for being the way that he is, but they showed him yeah. good in the beginning. So maybe as an arc, if we're trying to finish up with Crease being a good guy, maybe Lynn has a way of getting him out of that by bringing him back to what he lost in his uh, wound. So, you know, I this is me making this up as I go along. Uh, yeah. The writers are much- Yeah, it's fun that, right? But, you yeah. know, there, there's a lot of stuff. And by the way, like these theories, uh, what I definitely will not be doing for season four, I did that for season three and it it was bad because fans have a, <laughs> lot, of, a lot of theories and of course I'm interested. And I watched a bunch of videos of what do you think is gonna happen with Ali? What do you think is gonna happen with this character? You know, here's what we think, you know, is the story. And that when obviously it didn't, and many things did not transpire, I was looking for them to happen and they didn't. And that took away from me being fully immersed in the series. So I will not be watching anything before season four in terms of what people think is gonna happen. I'm just going to watch, yeah. so. But the bottom line is, is, you know, no matter what any of us come up with, it's not going to be as wonderful or as funny or interesting as what the big three is, has already thought of. Yeah, it'll yeah. be great. This I, is I their that. world, right? 
I, I know it'll be great. That's that's all I know for sure. It'll be great. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you, because again, you are a character actor and you've done a lot of work. I mean, there is Queering, which is a very interesting uh, you know, show that I actually want to watch. Um, you know, I, again, doing my research on, on YouTube. Probably... We've got two seasons and we're doing Queering the movie. We're supposed great. to have started in this past spring in Brooklyn and COVID hit. So um, yeah, Queering uh, web series on YouTube, seasons well, one and two. Um, I'm going to put that below the uh, the video so people can Thank find you. it quickly. I'm going to put it in. Uh, querying link. Good. Uh, and again, kind of uh, looking through the types of roles that you have done. These are not, you know, easy roles. These are roles of somebody, you know, with PTSD. These are roles of somebody with loss. These are roles with, with people dealing with issues. What, as an actress and as, you know, Susan, what have you found to be your most challenging role to play so far? Oh, wow. Um, I would say the most challenging um, has been the role of Ruth in I'll Be Here for a While. Yeah. And it's a woman yeah. who has early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. It's a short film. Um, and we, we shot it in, in New York up on the Upper West Side. And um, David Call plays my son and we had somewhat of an estranged relationship and it's just it's a very artsy kind of film but I was so proud to be in it but you know just as a human being I wanted to to um to honor you know this woman and what she was going through and and the decline in her mental state and so I, I did quite a bit of research for that role and that, that has been my most challenging. And I also felt a responsibility that I, I wanted to, to do the very best job that I could. Um, yeah, so I, I would say Ruth and I'll be here for a while. People should check that out. Um, I, when I read it, I thought that that may be your answer because again, as an actor thinking of how I would play that, that's not, a, that's not an easy thing to play at all. Right. many many stages and yeah mm -hmm. I I auditioned for a role I did not get I auditioned for a role of somebody with ADHD and a number of other things so I remember kind of going through the same process of I really want to do this justice I, I don't want to you know do something that'll offend people I want to be right. very careful with this so yes. <clears throat> it, was, it was a process like that and um, you know I, I actually got some some good feedback on it. Hang on one good, you got feedback. Whoa, imagine yeah. that. Yeah, I got some good feedback on it. They said that- That's you know, nice to hear, right? Yeah, um, yeah. so I, I, I certainly understand kind of that type of an approach and would do it again. Um, yeah. Last question for you. If you had a chance to go uh, kind of back in time and talk to uh, a young Susan who's just starting acting and give her one piece of acting advice, what would that be? Don't quit, you know, um, hang in there. I like it. Um, you know, and, and, and stay tough. And, and I'll, I'll say this, um, acting is a big part of my life. It is a very important part of my life. It's my passion, mm -hmm. but I have a life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for all of us to, um, to have a life. I think it, it makes me a better actor, a more well-rounded human being, rather than just, 
becoming so affected. My mother was in the entertainment industry. She was a jazz musician. And she used to say, for God's sake, Susan, whatever you do, don't become so affected by this business. And it, it, it's really true because you can get caught up, especially when you're in the Los Angeles market, you can get caught up with all the beautiful young people and, 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 you know, the co competition and all of that. And I, I think we have to keep ourselves grounded, whether it's through your faith or, um, you know, your exercise or meditation or your support system, your family, your friends, your other interests. I think it's really important to, to stay true to, to who we are as human beings. And, and yeah, we can love this, but there's always theater. There's um, people are, are doing student films. And if you want to have that creative outlet, it's out there. But I, I think just, you know, taking care of yourself and your heart and, and all of that is, is the most important thing. I agree. Uh, and that's great advice. And I hope people are, you know, going to listen to it and heed the advice. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Susan. I really enjoyed our conversation. Best of luck with, uh, with the new, uh, uh, you know, season four uh, coming out. Hopefully there's going to be more to do there. Uh, best of luck with your other projects. And you're always welcome if you want to come. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. And thanks to everybody. Good luck to you in your career. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, this, you know, during, during uh, this whole thing started May 20th uh, of last year, because I was taking okay. workshops and didn't have enough time to chat with people. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start doing my own show and see where it goes. Good for you. So here we sit, you know, you gotta, you gotta throw that fear out the window guys and, and just, you know, keep going forward. Yeah. Uh, and thanks for tuning in everybody. We appreciate it. We yeah. know you love Cobra Kai, we know you love acting and we love you as well. Take care.